Bosmans. It's your man, big man, Krishan McCullough, star of the big view. Today, we back at it again with another episode. This episode is called The Biggest Setback of My Life, you feel me? Um, I'm basically just going to get into it, you feel me? Like, um, I was 22 years old at this time. I just received my um, GED, you feel me, from um, the program that I was going to. Um, I was in a, like, a really, I was in an on-again, off-again relationship with this girl named Kitty, you feel me? Um, I was in a job, I was in a chicken factory at this time. I was working there for about, like, two years, going on about three years at that time, you know? And it was a bill, it was a real stressful situation. It got me to the point to where I was almost in tears, you feel me? Like, there was so many things that I wanted to do and I couldn't do it because they just had me stifled, you feel me? There was a lot of, you know, they damn near wanted to fire me because, you know, I wanted to further my life and do better. Like, it was one of the revolving door jobs. They don't want to see you better. They don't want to see you if you depending on them. So, you know, we're going to get to that story, you feel me? It, it, it didn't end the way I wanted it to end as far as on a professional note. It ended kind of like on a negative note, but that's a further story down the line, though. So, um, yeah, so I just got my GED. You know, and I was, I already told myself that I was going to college. Like, everybody else, like, my main thing, the whole time I was there, you feel me, I seen everybody go to the workforce. So I wanted to be the different one. I wanted to be the different one out of the pack. I wanted to be the only one to go to college. And I already knew there was only two colleges that I really wanted to go to. And I knew that both of them was HBCU. I always wanted to go to HBCU. Ever since I seen the movie, um, School Days, the Spike Lee movie, School Days, I always wanted to be in HBCU, so... Once I got that, you feel me, my family was giving me a lot of support. The program was giving me a lot of support. So I was like, fuck it, I might as well just do this shit. So one day I just went in there, you feel me, I just walked. I was in the area, you feel me, I didn't live too far from the Coppin State, um, Coppin State University. So I just did a walking, you feel me, and then, you know, you knowing me, you feel me, I went in there, you know, and I asked them what was the kind of thing, what, what was the requirements that I needed, you feel me. They said I needed the transcripts, I had that. You feel me? I needed ID and then I needed my birth certificate and my social security card. Now, y'all knowing me, y'all know I don't carry that shit on me, on my purse, personal, you feel me, all the time. So, you feel me? I had to, like, come the next day and schedule an appointment and shit like that. So, I came. I had all my stuff together. You feel me? I, she took the paperwork and all that other stuff. Gave me a few paperwork, a few papers to sign. You feel me? I signed that. Got that done. She told me to wait. In the, uh, at the in the at the desk, you feel me? And this somebody was gonna come out and talk to me. Came out and talked to me. It was this lady, tall ass lady, nice, that light skin, pretty, all that. She just talked to me. She was like, "I'm going um take you to a tour. You feel me at a campus? You feel me? So if you do decide to join Coppin, you feel me? Like you'll you'll have a tour. You already have the basis of everything, so you don't really have to like do it all at once and have it crammed in. You can just get this done now. So I'm like, cool, I'll do it." <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. So we'd walk and, you know, before we walk, she's actually like, she shake my hand. She's like, my name is blah, 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 blah. And welcome to Coppin. I'm so happy to have you here. You feel me? Like, this is such a, I just want to let you know, this is such a experience. It's, it's a great experience in your life. You will take this. If you decide to stick with it, this will be a, an experience that you'll never forget. You feel me? Like, once, you know, I heard that, like, I was in goal mode. Like, I already knew that. I, I, college is going to change my life, but you feel me? That's, 
you know, experience and being on campus, seeing people, you know, walking with their book bags and you feel me? Like it was a whole bunch of creative people. You had people that was in theater, you feel me? You had people doing history, black history. You had people, you had all these positive black people and other people that was in HBCU. That was a surprising thing, you feel me? It was, it, and it surprised me that they were so diverse, you feel me? Like they had whites, Mexicans, Asians, they had the whole nine, you feel me? And it was just like a melting pot. Everybody was doing something creative and something smart. You feel me? Like everybody was like had they like it was just positivity everywhere you go. Like they were so every student I met was like friendly. You feel me? Like they were so open to me. You feel me? It's like a camp. Like Coppin is just like an open. You feel me? It's like it's just a beautiful open atmosphere. Like it's nothing like it. Like I remember like my first day. Like I just felt like. I just felt great. Like, I just felt great about it. Like, it was just so beautiful. Like, in the process, it was, a f like, it was so cool, like, meeting people, getting to know people, you know, at that time, you feel me? Like, it was just nice. And then I was just, I was trying, at the process at that time, I was trying to live on campus, but I was, I, I didn't meet the deadline, so I couldn't get on campus at that time. So, that whole semester, that year, I really couldn't, you feel me? I was kind of like, it was sweet, it was cool, but it was bittersweet because I wanted to enjoy the living on campus um, atmosphere, you feel me, at that time, so. The first year, you know, uh, college, it was cool, like, um, the food, I really wasn't a big fan of the food, like, I just, I, like, I, I would eat hot dogs and french fries every day, like, the days that I was really broke and didn't have no money, like, that, that food in that cafeteria really looked out, you feel me, like, I remember them, like, from... Like, all of that, like, that was good. Like, they, I used to get second offense. I got fat. Like, they talk about that freshman 15. I mean, you catch when you're freshman year, you catch 15 pounds. I damn near caught by, like, I think 25, 30 pounds because, like, I was just eating everything in sight, you feel me? Even though there was a lot of food I didn't like and I didn't like the way they cooked a lot of shit. But it was, like, I just loved it, you feel me? Like, and it was always, it was always positivity around there, you feel me? Like, it wasn't, like... You know, you can come to a table and just sit there and talk to people and get to know the people like you would talk about majors, what's your plans after you do, you know, what pledge you pledging and all this other stuff, what fraternity you go to and all that type of stuff. So it was just an amazing, it's hard to explain. It was just an amazing experience, you know. Um, then right around before the semester is about to end, I already had my, I already had my information in the thing, you feel me? To uh, for me to get into living on campus, living in dorm, living in the dorm, you feel me? So I got an email one day letting me know that you feel me. I got approved to live in one of the campus dorms. So, you know, it was cool. It was a blessing for one minute because I I could. It was easy for me to commute. I didn't have to commute no more. I could leave right out of my dorm and go straight to class and stuff like that. So that was easy for me. But the other hand, it was I was in a relationship at the time when I was living with my girlfriend, Kitty, at the time. So me and her was butt heads because she didn't want me living on campus because she knew it was a co-ed campus. And there was a lot of girls there. And there was a lot of temptation there. Even though I wasn't no cheating type of guy, you feel me? She would accuse me of cheating, thinking that I would cheat with them girls there. So I don't know, but it was just... She was just like, she didn't like the the thought of me being there with a whole bunch of women. Like, I, I can understand because they were some pretty fine ass women, you feel me? Like, they was very cute. Like, and they just had nice bodies, nice built and everything. And they were so friendly and so nice. Like, 
I could have booked a couple of them, but yeah, so. But I was Mr. Faithful. So, um, as you know, I get approved. I live on campus the first night. The first night I stay there, I can't really sleep because I'm not as comfortable. I, I'm not a comfortable. I'm used to sleeping in my own bed. I'm not used to sleeping in a, you feel me, in a, a campus dorm with other people. You feel me? And like, I didn't have a blanket. I, I came unprepared. Like, I had, like, I brought my tablet and I brought, like, some soap and stuff like that because I was a pay. I was, wasn't, I was always wait. I was always. Because I was always had it in my mind that anything could happen, I could get kicked out of school. Like, that was in my mind. Maybe I shouldn't have had it in my mind. Like, my financial aid wasn't really going that well, but I was barely scraping by. You feel me? Everything that I bought, my books, all of that stuff, I paid out of pocket because my financial aid wasn't kicking out at that time, you know? And I would have to, like, prolong stuff because there was a lot of professors that would be telling me, like, yo, uh, we need you, you guys, to get the books. And I'm like, damn, like, I can't ask somebody, can I share a book with them? You feel me? Like, I don't know nobody like that. You feel me? I might have, could have, but you feel me? I didn't want to do that. You feel me? I wanted to be, I wanted to have my own, so I wouldn't have to, you feel me, have to wait for somebody or, you feel me, like, have to keep asking somebody, could I use a book to study and stuff? So that was the only, like, really headache or stuff like that. But, you know, with my relationship, we were going there the first night. She called me and asked me to, um, you know, come and spend the night with her and stuff like that. And I was like, nah, I want to enjoy my first night living on campus and stuff like that. And what she did, she got mad the first night, you feel me, that I went and lived on campus. She decided to go out and hang out. So I'm like, yo, she then we I decided to break up with her. I'm not talking to her no more. And she hit my phone talking about something. Some way, somehow, I don't remember the argument, but I ended up calling her a bitch. And she had my information. She, I, I put my, I had all my stuff over there. And she was telling me that she was going to throw my stuff out and all this other stuff. So I'm calling her a bitch. And I'm at work. And, like, I'm, I'm at work. Like, this shit went all the way to me at my job. I'm on lunch break cussing out, calling her a bitch, talking about I'm going to see her and this and that and the other. She's talking about where she know where I'm live. She won't get her brothers and cousins to beat me up and all this other shit. So it was so much shit, like, at that time. And it was like... Me, be being the way that I am now, I know I wouldn't be able to deal with that at this time in my life, in the space that I am now. Like, I'm so wise and I'm so knowledgeable now that I can't put myself in those situations. I just walk away. I wouldn't even give nobody a second thought. Like, I just realized, you know, like, ignoring a person is the best, the best vice, you feel me, at the end of the day. That's the best revenge. That's the best punch. You feel me? Not even acknowledge a person, you feel me? But, um, yeah, it was just craziness. But later on down the line, we get along back to the We get along and go back on to what I'm doing. But next, the following week, you feel me? I was still beefing with my people, with the people at the job. You feel me? I was going back and forth with them because it wasn't giving me no money. I had seen other people making money that wasn't doing half of what I was doing. I was doing, I was throwing meat on the table for people to cut. I was... Giving codes, putting codes, packaging, stuff like that. Doing supervisor stuff when the supervisor wasn't there and I wasn't seeing none of that money. I was making 10 I started at $10. I went from $10 to $10.25 my first year. And I went from $10.25 to $10.50 my, my, like, the ten fifty that say that same year. After that, I stayed at ten fifty for about, like, two years. And... I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't even get another raise until it was time, until I had to, I had to basically go to a manager and had to bitch and moan for me to get a, to get a, uh, 
to get a raise. Like I would come to him like, yo, I like my complaint is I'm not getting paid. Like I haven't even got a got a yearly raise. Like I'm like the HR people know that I haven't got a raise. My supervisor knows I haven't got a raise. Like what's the problem? And I had that basically had to bring it to their attention. I'm like I know what they're doing. Like they doesn't want to pay me my money. They want to shortchange me because they don't like me. Every day, like I was getting put in the office because I was speaking my mind. A lot of a lot of the time, the situations are immature. I should have just handled it a little differently, but a lot of times I was right because I had me doing everything and I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't getting treated right. I was I was going through a lot of emotional stuff. Like they would make me like they would basically just like try to like break my will and try to make me quit every day. Try to do every little thing to try to make me quit. But they would come in, bring people in, pay them more money. And then, like, throw it in their face, throw it in my face. Like, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Like, come on, bruh. And it was like, yo, it just got to the point where one day it was like, I was asking for a vacation. This is how it ended. How it ended. I was asking for it. My year came up. Every year you get a vacation. You get, you get about, like, five days vacation. So my time, it came up. I already did my vacation. Now, the one su- we had two supervisors at one, at one time. One supervisor had got hurt. Like a couple months prior, and she was on 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 sick leave. She came back. The whole time while she was gone, I was working the whole year. I didn't take no time off. I had all my time built up. So I'm like, when I get to September, I'm saving all my time off. So when September come, my birthday come, I'm gonna have nothing. I have nothing but time so I can take off. They can't stop me from taking the time off. So I come to ask her like, look, I'm trying to take a vacation. She like, what makes you think you want to take a vacation? You been you took your vacation off in February. I'm like, bruh, have you even been? You haven't even been here since you haven't been here since like almost last year. You wasn't even here in February. So how you gonna tell me what time I got? She so should go upstairs and tell the manager, you know, and they come back down. Like he tells me, he has a little basically a little attitude about it. He's like, oh, well, if you want to take your vacation, you take your vacation. I'm like, yo, why every time I ask for something, it's gotta be a problem. You always gotta give me an attitude and give me a hard way. Like I earned my t- I own I earned my vacation time, so I should be able to get my vacation time. Like we like, what's your problem? Like I'm trying to get like we're giving you your overtime. What's your problem? And this and that. Like basically trying to like agitate me. So I'm like, yo, I'm just tired of this stuff. So they like, you gotta you gotta let um let the other supervisor know three weeks in advance, two weeks in advance that you got to get overtime. Now prior, now let me know. I'll let y'all know. Four weeks earlier, while we was on lunchtime, I asked the supervisor, could I go and take my vacation? She's like, all right, you got to give me two weeks in advance. I'm like, all right, I'm letting you know now because later on down the line, I'm trying to take my vacation. She's like, all right, bet. Keep that in mind. The supervisor asked her, the manager asked her to come over there. He like, so-and-so, do Krishan have time to take the vacation? Um, did he ask you about like four weeks ago about the vacation? That's what he's saying. She's like, no, he didn't ask me nothing. I didn't hear nothing about no vacation. So when I hear her lie to me, I just go off. I'm like, yo, why the fuck is people lying on me and this and that other and all this other stuff? Maybe I should have handled it cool. You feel me? Just walked off and just took the HR. That was me. That's me being wiser now. You know, using it, put the book on them like they put the book on me. But back then I was a little more like a little more turned up, a little more animated, a little more, you know, aggressive. So I just got mad and I just started leaning on him, you feel me? And he just came to me, he was like, yo, if you talk to, when you talk, do you talk to your mother and your grandmother like that? And it was like, I just started losing it because I'm like, my grandmother's not living. 
You feel me? My mother's sick at this time. Like, I don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know me like that to put my family out there like that, my nigga. Like, he's saying, if you talk to your family, you talk to your mother and your grandmother like that, it's fucking sad and this and that and, other and all this other shit. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck y'all. I quit. I leave. I throw all my shit off. I throw it against the wall. I leave. I just, I tear the whole um, dressing room up. I throw trash on the floor. Like, I'm kicking the, um, I, I, I kick my, um, I leave clothes everywhere. I dump everything. I pour juice on, on a bench and stuff like that on people's clothes and stuff. I throw, I kick people's boots around. I'm out of other shit. I leave out of there. I throw my, my work card away. I'm like, yo, I leave this, I'm leaving this life alone. I call my godfather. I tell my godfather about the situation. He like, hey, Sean, you need a job and this and that. I'm like, yo, I'm not letting nobody talk to me any kind of way. I'm like, I still got school. So the first, the second person I call is my mom. I tell my mom about the situation. She's like, well, at least you're still in college. You feel me? I don't want you to stay in no place where you're not wanting you being misused and abused. You know, so go back to college, do my thing, you know. And then another blow hits me like the next week. I get a phone call from my aunt. So my aunt called me. She's like, I, everybody in the family hit me on inbox. I'm like, I'm not paying no mind. I'm like, basically, they probably just, you know, hit me up and stuff like that. So... I'm like, I'm busy, I'm sleepy, I'm tired. Like, I'm going through a lot. I ain't got time for that, for the dumb shit. So, they hit my, like, my godfather comes in the room. He like, I don't want to talk to you. So, he hand me the phone, say hello. My aunt say hello. She like, Sean, I'm sorry to tell you this. You feel me? I'm so sorry to tell you this. She like, your mommy passed. I'm like, oh my God, like, this shit is getting, it's like, it's gotten even worse. Like, whatever was going on right now is like even worse it can go it's like it's getting even better like it's like what what else bad can happen you feel me at this time like i'm like yo what the fuck like i'm like yo i can't do this right now like so i take a whole week off and then that week leads into two weeks that week turns into two in three weeks and four or five like the whole time i'm just you know i just morning lost my mom and i'm like oh i gotta like Make sure she buried and everything. That was my main focus. School was second. Or it wasn't on my pride or my radar at all. Like, everything was just basically, like, get my mom straight. You feel me? Making sure my mom get the right center way that she deserved. You feel me? And I'm proud about that. Like, I'm proud about that. That I really, you know, that's the proudest moment of my life that I actually got to be able to, you know. She took care of me my whole life. You feel me? For 23 years. And, you know, I got to... Take care of her for once, you feel me? Take care of everything. I paid for the funeral arrangements, all that stuff. Like, that's the most prized moment, like, with my GD and everything else and going to college and stuff like that. Like, that's the number one prized moment that, you feel me, that I, you know, my family trusted me to, you know, handle the situation, you know, take care of her, you feel me? You know, but um, that was, at that time, I didn't have my mind on school, you feel me? Like, I got A's, B's, and C's before, but... You know, I passed some courses and stuff like that. Certain courses, like freshman seminar and stuff like that. But that time, I just wasn't, my mind wasn't on school. So, at that time, I just took a hiatus from school. I just left. You know what I mean? I was gone for like a couple months. Like, almost almost a couple months. Like, five or six months. And then I was like, you know, I gotta, you know, I was like, mom, want me to, you know, follow, go back to school and finish up and stuff like that. Even though my heart wasn't in it no more. Like, Education was the last thing on my mind. Like, I was going through stress. Like, me and Shoei was beefing back and forth. We was guffing and fighting. You feel me? Like, um, we was just going through a whole bunch of stuff. Like, 
I'm not going to get too deep into that because I want to save that for another episode for, you feel me, later on. But, you know, long story short, we just going through a lot of shit. And um, after that, you know, we uh, took a little break. And then while we was taking a little break, I decided to go back to college. Because I'm like, yo, all I got is school now. I don't have nobody else. Like, I really don't have nothing. Like, me and my homeboys that fell out, you feel me? We, we went our separate ways. We decided to do our own little things. You feel me? We wasn't talking for a little while. So I was like, school is the only thing that I got to fall back on right now. So I went back to school. You feel me? Everything was going good at the time. Like, I was on the verge of basically finishing my first final. You feel me? My first midterm and final at that time. Like, without... No stoppage, no nothing, you feel me? And then Shorty came out of nowhere. She was like, yo, I want to get back together. Like, I miss you. I want to take this relationship to the next level and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo. Plan was uh, for us to get in a relationship, get, get back in a relationship, and just take it further, getting a gate, getting engaged. We That's what our plans was, getting engaged and getting married farther down the line. Um, So I was like, I just, this time, at this time now, I'm living on campus. I'm fully living on campus. Like, I was experienced it. I'm living it. Like, I'm having fun. Like, I'm experienced. I'm going to campus parties, homecoming, stuff like that. Having a ball. A relationship comes at the wrong time. At the worst time now, I want to get in a relationship. So, me not having nobody at that time, I'm, I'm, I'm searching for, I need something. You feel me? Something to hold on to. Something that, you feel me, that is a support system. I'm looking for a support system because I ain't got it at that time. You feel me? Or the support system that I did have, I didn't believe in it that yeah, I didn't believe that it was supporting me in the right way and lead me down the right road so excuse me you know I decided to get back in a relationship with her so and this time I was like yo that school was in a way that I think the school was another reason why we didn't work out was the school so I'm like all right well I'm just gonna leave school alone. I'm gonna drop out because I'm not doing that well anyway I'm doing all right but I'm not doing that well and then I got debt that I gotta pay off but I don't have money to pay for it so I can't finish up anyway so I'm like, you know what? I just might as well drop out and then I'll pick pick back up. I'll pay, start making payments, taking care of everything. And I just start picking up where I left off at. Then, you know, months turning to years. Years turning, you feel me? Like, I'm just, I'm at this point now where I'm, you know, I'm still trying to pay these payments off for school and stuff like that. And I haven't even stepped foot in another co- in the college again. I haven't even been there. Like, I've walked past and catch a bus there or I see this shit, like, and I'm like, like, it's a sad, somber feeling because it's like, yo, I could have been, you feel me? I could have stayed with this situation and you feel me? I could have been, no way, no telling where I'd be right now. I could be a doctor, a lawyer, or something like that. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, you feel me? Or I have, you feel me? I'd be, you know, well, way, may, maybe way, way, way more well off than I am now, you feel me? Excuse me, but I'd be way more well off than I am now, you feel me? But... You know, I left for shorty. I was in love at that time. You feel me? I was 22, 23. I just needed somebody to depend on. So I leave. I drop out of college. Long story short, we get in a relationship. We try to make this work. But, you know, later on, a couple months later, she ended up cheating on me. Then we ended up breaking up. So now I'm, <laughs> I'm girlless with her. Like, I'm, we not together. And now I'm not in school no more. Like, it's like. All the prop, all the plans that I had didn't go through. Like the school didn't go through. Feel me? I'm de- I'm paying debts for a school that I didn't even reap the benefits of enjoying a, 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 a education. Like I'm paying for something that I didn't even finish. You feel me? Like I'm paying all this money and I don't even I'm not reaping the benefits of having an education. 
You feel me? I left a school that, you feel me, I left a promising thing for somebody that, you feel me, turns around and betrays me and cheats on me. And be, you know, you know, that turn me back on me and you basically just cheat on me and give me your ass to kiss. You feel me? So it's like that's that's one of those that's one of my biggest setbacks, you feel me? Like, you know, if anything I wish I just you know, I would have just kept school first, you feel me? And those the lesson I learned out of this, you know, I would have kept school first, you feel me? And I would have just, you know, it's like now when I'm going through a tough time or I'm going through a bad time or I'm going through and I'm having a rough day or a rough month or a rough, you know, just a rough period, you know, I put it through my, um, through my podcast, you feel me? Like, I've been doing episodes every night lately, like, you feel me? Like, cause, you feel me? I'm not necessarily, might not be going through something, but I feel like I just gotta, like, anything I'm feeling, you know, I gotta express it. I gotta let it out. You know, I could have been using that as far as, I could have been pursuing that in my education, but... You feel me? You live and you learn. I was young. I was 22. Not making an age of an excuse, but, you know, I'm a lot wiser now, you know? And then, you mean, like, I would, I would, now, me knowing what I know now, I would put myself first. And I definitely see myself later on down the line taking care of what I take care of so I can go back. I, I definitely just see myself graduating from college. I'm going, I, I could definitely feel myself going back to college. I can see it, like, you know? I always, you know, always wanted to, you know, always had a picture in my mind of me graduating from college, you feel me, like, my family being there, my wife being there, my kids being there, you feel me, like, supporting me, you feel me, like, I already had all that stuff planned out, me graduating that year and already having a family and all that other stuff built, so I could just go into my career, I already had the foundation towards me getting to where I need to be, I'm just capitalizing on it, you feel what I'm saying, but, you know, I feel like it's gonna happen, you know, it's just a matter of time, it takes time, you feel me, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, but I just wanted to tell y'all a story about, you know, my biggest setback. And that was just one of my, you know, one of my minor little setbacks. I don't think it's a big setback, but it's one of my minor setbacks because I can always uh, correct it and rectify it. You feel me? But, you know, um, this is um, episode six. Um, we got two more episodes almost done. We got two more episodes left. I'm so happy, Uh, you know, I'm about to be done with the second season, you feel me, like, the biggest fear, I'm kind of happy and I'm not happy because I'm happy that I'm finishing the second season, I got more content to give, so when people look at my body and stuff like that, I got more content to give, but the fear is, you know, I don't, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have writer's block, I'm not, I'm I'm not gonna have that much to talk about anymore because I'm gonna talk about so much and there's so many bases and stuff like that. Even though I'm talking about my life and I'm keep living, you feel me? But I just feel like the basis, you feel me? I'm not gonna have that more of a, a you know stories to tell. You feel me? Like I, that's my biggest fear that I'm not gonna be able to, you feel me? Express because I'm gonna be stifled because there's so many things I can say and I feel like I can't touch on everything because I'm gonna be feeling like I've already touched it on that basis on that on that subjects you feel me but um yeah that's why you know i'm starting the second podcast because the second podcast you feel me even though if this doesn't work out no more even if i just got two seasons or three seasons or whatever whatever have you seasons you feel me i still got more content with the pros and cons situation with my man beat mode you feel me that you know me i got i still got Stuff where I'm actually I'm still putting out content and I'm still expressing myself and stuff like that and I still got stuff and I'm still working, you know. So yeah, but 
Other than that, I just want to thank people for listening. You feel me? Um, you know, just, you know, for the old viewers and the people that, the new people that's going to come eventually, you feel me, is going to get onto this bandwagon, you feel me, like that. Because I see that, I see, you feel me, that the, uh, I can see, I, I feel it. I feel like I'm going to get a big following. People going to realize it. Maybe not now, but maybe later. You feel me? They're going to realize, you feel me, um, the message that I'm trying to convey to people. And the message I'm trying to point, get across to people, you feel me? Um, but, yeah. You know, I'm not too big on the outros. So, you you know, it's big man, Sean McCullough, star of Big View. They're saying, good night.